Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Good evening. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. Is that Vincent Price? Good evening. Bella Lugosi, I think. Yeah, well. At any rate, welcome to episode 42 of the Play By Your Podcast, our first episode of 2021. Mr. Liming, welcome. Hello. Mr. Griffin, welcome to you uh, as well, or, or is that Andy Dalton? Howdy, howdy. Wish I had his money. Monies. Yes, sir. All right. I uh, want to invite you to visit our website, www.playitbyyourpodcast. You will see it up there as we go throughout the show. I guess my, my finger cannot go outside of my realm here. Well, we have to get it together. I can do the www play. Yes. And then you can nice take door. over your podcast I can't, I can't go I like it's opposite it's kind of like backing up a boat i, I, I was gonna say your your finger's looking pretty scary right there put it back up <laughs> there so you got a larry bird finger yeah. <laughs> well you got all the way in the camera oh yeah it's not quite a larry bird finger it's a little crooked <laughs> yeah slightly to the right all right well welcome all uh, <laughs> i see 10 people in the room so uh, sweet please sign in as they say on what's my line uh, Howard William says it, it is Bella Lugosi. Good evening, creatures of the night. Good evening. Good evening. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> What'd you say? I want to suck your blood. Oh, that's not what I did. I, I, <laughs> that is the I, worst vampire I, sound I've ever, or impersonation I've ever that, heard. That, that's pretty bad. And, and when I heard F, I didn't. That's not what I thought I heard. So. <laughs> hey, now. It was, like a a family show. It, it was a V. It was a hard V. A hard V. <laughs> moving on all right so if you've not been here before our uh show consists of three topics that we all bring to the table we talk 20 minutes on each and we are in the order that we are on the screen here so brady will start us off todd will be in the middle segment and i will round us out today so uh hopefully you enjoy what we have to offer here once again and uh Going to keep showing people that are in the room. Good evening, Mr. Michael. Welcome. And there are 20 other people Hello. or 18 other people in the room that I haven't introduced. So if you want to sign in, we'll uh, make your presence be known. All right, Mr. Liming, you're up. Thank you. In honor of the new year, kicking off the year 2021, it got me to thinking 2021 sounds very futuristic. And um, it got me to thinking, huh, it's 2021. What did they say 2021 was going to be like back in the day? So we're going to find out what predictions were made back in the 60s and back in the 20s about the year 2021. And we're going to see what they got right and what they missed completely. Are we intrigued? Oh, we're very intrigued. Bated breath. Intrigue, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So are you ready for the first prediction? Yep, Mm -hmm. let's hear it. Okay, this one comes from 1960s. 
uh, U.S. Let's see, what was this a magazine? Um, I think it was like w- one of those former magazines like U.S. World Report, you know, the ones that were popular that are no longer around. But right. here is the first prediction. Live-in apes will clean our houses and take care of our gardening. Did you say apes? I said apes. Or as... Um, as in Planet of the... <laughs> or as in Charlton Heston would say, you damn dirty ape! <laughs> but these are living apes. These are clean apes. And they were living... Clean. it says... Clean. <laughs> While the idea of having a live-in maid, let alone a personal gardener, is a luxury few of us dream of, it was once believed that apes would fill these roles for families and would be a common sight in neighborhoods nationwide. In 1967, The Futurist, a magazine, said that by the year 2000 and by 2020, it will be possible to breed intelligent primates to do gardening and housework. Interesting. Now that that I, you, I bring up Plant the Apes. That's not the way that movie went. That movie no. went the total opposite direction. So yes. I, may, maybe that uh, prediction was brought on by the Planet of the Apes movie. It, what what it, year was this prediction? In the nineteen it's nineteen sixty seven newsletter from the Futurist. What that year was, was the about planet, the time of the yeah. planet? Of what the year Apes was the ape Planet of the Apes? Anybody know that out there? I, William, not off the top of my head. But, um, you know, on the bright side, it, it's still kind of icky to me because, you know, I like to think of animals as our friends, as having them as indentured servitude still, yeah, doesn't, because it's quite the opposite. The pets usually rule us. But um, the downside, you don't have to pay anybody. Excuse me, the upside, you don't have to pay anybody. The downside, there will be poop throwing if, it, if they are angered. <laughs> Which it's, they would have to clean up, right, since they're doing the housework? That's like, true. Is it frozen poop? Frozen, frozen poop. But um, unfortunately, I think this would be banana laden nastiness. So says 1968. He believes. Yes. In keeping with that theme, and I promise this is the light, the last ape centric one. You could tell this was in the the national. uh, What do you call it? um, Conscious. Apes will make perfect chauffeurs and reduce the number of car accidents. So the futurist in 1967 was all about the primates. Why do you believe that is? I, again, I think it goes. It has to go back to the movie, or maybe, of course, the, the, this was a year before the movie, right? If, if it was 1968. Yeah. But I'm sure it was based on something. It, it was in the national consciousness. You could tell that it was just there. It was lurking. There's a reason the movies and these were made. Probably because Coco was doing sign language back then. Well, that, that could, be. could be. Could be a Jane Goodall thing. Yes. All right, uh, Josh says uh, his prediction was that he was going to have an app to he used to start his Roomba. Now, did you predict an that in high school, Roomba. Yeah, He has right. an app. He has an app. Did, Is he did saying you predict, I have? He says he has an app currently, so as I do too. But did you predict that in high school, Josh? That's a question. See, I think he spelled it wrong. I think he was trying to say he has an ape that will start his Roomba. <laughs> Could be. So. All right. Number three. Roadways will be replaced, but with pneumatic tubes. In Popular Mechanics in 1957, they said by 2020 and 2021, roads and streets will be replaced by a network of pneumatic tubes like at your bank, except with you in it, which sounds pretty cool to me. Um, <laughs> that was very good, Eric. That almost made me look for a deposit. Um, they uh, 
Though it is far from being a reality yet, Tesla and SpaceX has a Hyperloop, which is pretty close for this description that they're working on, a mass transit. Ah! <laughs> two of me? <laughs> that was our prediction. There would be two of Todd in this show. Oh. <laughs> He's cloned. Now, yeah, now, now clean well, my room, Todd. Now we're out of order. I, I was yeah. Say, yeah. Now watch, not, watch, watch this, everybody. We got to put ourselves back in order. There we go. There nice. we go. I was going to get to say, Todd, you're out of order. And mean it. <laughs> I keep locking up. So what do you guys think? Um, the old, Now, see, I'm geeking myself out here. I had a comic book that I really liked in an action figure set, the Micronauts. And one of the Micronaut play sets, which I didn't get, it was way too expensive. It was like pneumatic tubes. You put them in the little cars, and the air would suck them around, you know, like. Wait a, wait a minute. <sighs> thank you. Yes. So um, pneumatic tubes, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool if you just jump in a in a tube and be like take into like downtown Cincinnati. That'd be like a roller coaster. And I don't know that my stomach would accept that. What is your rule, Eric, about roller coasters? Well, as long as the, as the pneumatic tube doesn't put my rear end above my head, I'd be okay with it. it it's <laughs> you would just be fine. The, the speed of the situation. Now, number four, we'll all own our personal helicopters. In 1951, popular mechanics suggested that we'll all have our personal helicopters. Now, being a guy that likes to fly, I like planes. I like being up. It's cool. I took one helicopter trip, and it made me nervous. So I would rather have my own private plane than a helicopter. Why were you nervous? It felt weird. It, um, it, like I said, it, it was just a different feeling, and it just made me a little bit nervous. Which, speaking of a personal helicopter, I got to throw this out there. Somebody on Purdy Road outside of Sardinia House. Sardinia, Ohio. I drive by it to my mother's house. There's somebody does have a personal helicopter out there. It looks like it was made from a boy's life um, ad. <laughs> but it, I, like I said, you would never find my tukus inside of that thing. But it is a personal made helicopter kit. And I would love it's just been sitting in the front. Oh, this is a good point right here. Oh. Most of us do have our personal helicopters with their drones. That oh, is an excellent point, sir. But I don't think a drone is going to call my rear end up in the air. Well, the, the, problem, the problem with that prediction is that it it assumes wrongly, I might add, that a majority of people would even be interested in having their own helicopter. If there's no if there's no demand, there would be no you know no reason to for, to, for that invention to even take off. And I would say there's lots of people who would not want their own private helicopter. Yeah. Well, here's what this guy said why he predicted helicopters. This is popular science, so you know it's going to be one of those guys. So it had a Thomas Stimson Jr. of popular mechanics wrote, it has no carburetor to ice up, no ignition system to fall apart or misfire. Instead, quiet, efficient ramjets keep the, the rotors moving, burning any kind of fuel from a dime a gallon stove oil to kerosene. Best of all, it was priced about $5,000, one-fifth of the cost of an ordinary helicopter. Oh, wait a minute. I'm, I'm doing the show for my, my helicopter. <laughs> that was great. And that was much better than Brady's vampire impersonation. <laughs> Thank you. Only the best for our listeners. Only the best. Shout, uh, sh- shout out to Les Nessman. Yeah. So, again, though, like, wouldn't everyone also have to have training and education and licensure? And it's the '60s. Have you seen the Woodstock video? Nobody had training. 
No, it's not the '60s though. It's the 2000. He said by 2000. Well, that's true. Now yeah, I've I kept this comment up here from Stephanie. She says Red Jones. I'm assuming she's saying Red Jones owns the helicopter. <laughs> I I don't know, but the oh, it, on Purdy Road, there's uh, two surprises. A that Red Jones and I didn't know Red Jones lived on Purdy Road. Well, so well, a blaster in the past there. Yeah. So um. And Sarah has seen it also and wondered uh, who has it and if it works. I, I, uh, and Sarah will attest. I, I'm serious. Like, I'm an adventurous guy, but there is no way I would get up in the air in that thing. I mean, no. I, I'm not exaggerating no. when I say yeah. it looks like it was put together by a Boy's Life magazine kid. That's what I mean. I hope Red Jones, I don't mean ins- to be insulting, but it is the moped of helicopters. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Sorry, don't, yeah, don't be, don't be dissing the moted, 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 moted. For for so, what? <laughs> did Eric? Did you own a moped? I were resemble you, that remark. Were you a mo, moped owner? I, I was. I was humming down the streets of, of Brown County at fourteen years old in, on my moped, <laughs> and it was a Swedish-made moped called a puke. P u c h. He had a pea green puke. It was puke, not puke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. So, um, but yeah. Uh, so, any of our listeners out there, if you uh, and this is a subject that I break up frequently, I just never brought it up on the air. I've always wondered about the helicopter. So, if anybody could shed some light on that, and um, maybe for a good donation to my insurance fund, I would go up in it. But. <laughs> There's a joke there. I just can't find it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, your, it's hanging there somewhere. Your like, wheels were turning too, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, it was. His rotor was rotating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Number five. No one will ever have to clear a dinner table again. Popular Mechanics says a smart, and it's their word, a smart table capable of clearing itself. Dining group tables will quietly swallow dishes after a meal and transfer them to the dishwasher, which will clean the dishes, dispose the garbage, and stack and store them for the next mealtime. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. so, so, so now wait, go, go back for a moment there. What, mm-hmm. what year was that? This was predicted in 1967 in Popular Mechanics. Okay, now wait a minute. So the same magazine, no, wait a minute. The other magazine was Futurist, right? Yeah. So the Futurists are saying, I'm going to have smart simians to do my work. And Popular Mechanics is going to say, my table's going to do its own work. That's after the apes had thrown enough poop and revolted. <laughs> so they had to replace it with something. Yeah. <laughs> uh so we have some more input on the helicopter. Uh, Adam says he does not believe that it is the previously mentioned owner. The oh, Rojo Yunis. <laughs> hasn't moved in a long time. So I Much like every moped on Earth right now hasn't moved in a long time. Well, I don't, I don't know. If you go to some random Western European country, I'm sure you see plenty of them. Yeah, what are those things? What are the... Uh, Vespas. Are the, Vespas, yeah, that's what I was trying to think of. So, Eric, you yeah. didn't have a Vespa. You had a puke. I had a puke. <laughs> Puke. So, so puke? If, Buick, puke. if Buick bought it, it would be a Puick. Are you sure it wasn't a Fook? <laughs> was not a Fook. You didn't give it one. A oh. <laughs> I ride a Pook and I don't give up. No, <laughs> Howard had a Vespa until his dad crashed it. That sounds like that sounds like a movie title. When Dad crashed my Vespa. 
<laughs> All right. And speaking of something you don't want to think about your father doing, in the New York Times, and I'm trying to find the year for this, and I can't, I'm assuming it's the 60s because it's the same article there, you know. I'm not making this up to be funny. We'll eat candy made of underwear. Shall I read? <laughs> please, please do. I can't wait. One of the oddest and least appealing prognostications came from the New York Times, which explains a lot. The science editor, editor of Voldemort Kampfert, Voldemort Kampfert, who wrote like a character in Shrek <laughs> <laughs> or Harry Potter. It's Voldemort Kampfert. Um, Kampfert. That sounds like they consume too many legumes around the fire. But anyway. That's what I want to say. Um, smells like smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but Voldemort here wrote an article for Popular Mechanics in which he had some strange predictions about our culinary future. Cooking is an art only in memory in the minds of old people. A few diehards still broil a chicken or roast a leg of lamb, but the experts have developed ways to keep deep freezing partially baked cuts of meat, even soup and milk. But that wasn't the grossest part. He claimed that it would allow us to supplement our food with new ways. The sawdust and the wood pulp would be converted into sugary foods and discarded paper, linen, and rayon underwear could be converted to candy. No, thank you. (laughs) So would there be? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Hopefully, uh Yeah. Well, now David calls those uh, edible, edible panties. Super Dave in the house. Uh, yes. Yeah, not like those gag gifts at Spencer's. Just, you know, uh, pretty, pretty much. Howard, uh, Howard beat you. The punch, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I think it's basically just you, a fruit roll up legs. I was with say, leg holes. It, Anyone who buys a box of fruit roll-ups automatically has emergency underwear for camping. (laughs) For those of you on audio, uh, Mr. Josh Michael brought the house down with that comment. Actually, I was laughing at Todd, but Josh's comment's pretty funny, too. It's pretty. Don't take my bringing down the house and give it to Josh, although his comment's very funny. I have a question, though. I have a question. Because I've played the uh, Bean Boozled... um, I'm trying to remember if the, the if the game I played had the underwear flavor, but I'm just trying to wonder. I, I dare I ask uh, what what the underwear flavor what, the, 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 tastes I, like. I, I, <laughs> how how does one know what underwear tastes like unless one has I'm, partaken? I'm assuming in I'm assuming underwear. it's just like fresh cotton, kind of like you have a fresh cotton uh, scented. A car freshener or something, or a candle that's fresh cotton. I'm assuming you're just, you know, that's what the bean boozled jelly bean tastes like. Yeah, that's not, not a pleasant thought. So here's one that gives us hope moving along from underwear. The American work week will be 26 hours long. According to um, the average American work week of 34.4 hours a week, that was the most recent. But it might be a surprise. That Herman Kahn, the futurist, in 1968 predicted because of mechanization, the average American work week will be 26 hours. Hmm. Interesting. And to punctuate that, I got to do this quickly because it coincides. But anyway, we won't have to work because in 1966, Time magazine had an article called The Futurist that said because machines would be doing all the work, no one would need to work at all, and we would be independently wealthy. 
with government benefits and even non-working families would have a um, $40,000 income. $40,000. Of course, that was in 1960. What? Yeah. Well, yes. Which which is probably twice that. Oh, it actually says that. It says that that works out to be $240,000 in today's Uh, money. Well, much more than twice that then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But but you know what? I mean, that sounds – this is going to sound like sacrilege, and I like leisure as much as anybody. But, man, if nobody worked, I think everybody would go nuts. I mean, the – the pandemic is, you know, oh yeah, example of that. I mean, people yeah. became much more depressed in things due to being useless the all the time. Vestigial, vestige. Yes, thank you. Um, and here is one that I think we could kind of get around, and I don't, and I honestly don't think we're too far from this. We'll all live to be at least a hundred years old. Futurist Ray Kurzweil even published in nineteen ninety nine. In nonfiction, that by the 21st century, AR and smart devices and wearables will increase our health. And get this prediction, computerized health monitors built into watches and jewelry will diagnose acute and chronic health conditions and monitor our hearts. <laughs> yep. There you go. There in our is. sleep. I, I can do an ECG on my watch. I can Very tell what cool. my heart rhythm is. On then you can watch. send it. Then you can you can send it to the doc. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And um and health re- that is amazing. That was a pretty good prediction. And hearing and vision impairments won't be a problem. Ways will be found to transmit information to the brain and avoid the damaged organs, like, you know, inner ears and right. the optic nerve and things like that, which, you know, I, I still think one of the coolest things is that pair of glasses that um helps people with colorblind to see in that moment that they see through it is pretty cool. Yeah. It is cool. Yep. Um, now this is probably the most futuristic houses will fly and be able to relocate themselves. In other words, trailers to fly, (laughs) but I don't, some of these predictions like in that one, what, what benefit would that serve? What purpose would that serve? Um, you would only have to buy land and not a house if you moved, right? Yeah, just you wouldn't have to get the moving the movers. The house is the mover. I I suspect that's also. I mean, like it would also depend on why you're moving. If you're being forced to move, you know, if if you ha- if you're moving because of your job or or something like that, and you you do not want to leave your house, you you have yeah. to. But otherwise, most people move to not to no longer be in the house that they're in. So it's, I, I think in the 1960s, think about the um, the movement. You know, people were fleeing the Rust Belt and heading south into different places, you know. And I think because we were a very mobile society, like economically, then people that probably was appealing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The alphabet will be reduced to 23 letters because who needs C, X, or Q? (laughs) Is that for real? That's for real. In 1900, John Elfrith. Watkins Jr., the curator of mechanical technology at Smithsonian, wrote in Ladies' Home Journal that um, there will be no C, X, or Q in our everyday alphabet. They will be abandoned because they're unnecessary, which they, quote, try telling Xerox that. Well, a C, obviously your soft C is an S sound and your hard C is a K sound, but I can't think of another way to get the ch, the C, H, um, you know, like... 
the word chew. I mean, I don't know what you would use instead of a C. <laughs> T-I. Because I was getting ready to say, yeah, I was getting ready to say, I could see Q. that because again, <laughs> your 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 main C sounds are uh, S and K, but again, you don't get your. So, so now wait a minute. You you said what letters? C. Oh, excuse me. X, C, and Q. You don't need a Q because a, a K a K would take care of anything that starts with a Q. So then I would have to change the spelling of my name. No, you would yes. just you don't have to put a K A R I K. Yeah, but I you know what? I've actually seen <laughs> you have to now. <laughs> now, while you're at it, change that A to an E. <laughs> and people do that anyway. Yeah. Um. Or it, I've actually seen there was a football player I saw over the weekend during bowl week. His name is it was Eric A R I Q. So he's going to be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Well, the uh, the quarterback at University of Miami is D Eric with E R I Q. Yeah, not the Eric D Eric D Eric. Yeah. Again, C was the only one I could. I uh, but I challenged him to tell me how they're going to how they're going to spell the word chew or chunks. I, I've got a T I O E W chew chunks then T I. U-N-K-S. <laughs> Chunks. <laughs> so uh, Howard brings up a good point. People retire and live in RVs traveling the country, so we kind of already yeah, have yeah. the mobile house thing. And Josh says the small house movement isn't too far off. True. Yeah, yeah it's true. And um, number 14, I could just go over quickly. It's the last one in on the list, and it yeah. just stands go on ahead. its own. Stands on its own. You'll see what I did there in a second. Uh-huh. Humans will become a one-toed species. Ah, it says that. Hang on one um, second. Go yep. ahead, sorry. It says was, that. Oh, go ahead. Well, you'll probably answer. I'll let you read first because you'll probably answer my question. During a lecture in 1911, the Royal College of Surgeons in England said human beings in the future will become one toed. The small toes are useless. And as time goes on, we will not use them very much. Ultimately, man will develop into a one toed race. So then it doesn't mean that we each get one toad to own like as in a frog so it means that yes okay yes okay because you a uh, one toad race i just thought maybe that everybody owned a toad i had this visual of this one giant you don't even have a foot anymore it just like it looks like a giant big toe with a hubcap <laughs> nail <laughs> that's what i was going to ask you is does, does your foot does it become a a or does your foot increase in size or decrease, sorry, decrease in girth and come become the size of a toe. So does your foot become a regular-sized toe, or does, do your toes mold into one giant foot-sized digit? Uh, what I'm envisioning, if I could give the camera, if you could imagine the way my thumb is right here, I think that's what your foot will turn into look like. It'll look like a giant thumb on the end of your so prone thumb. So, so why would that be considered a one toe? Why would not that be considered one foot with no toes? <laughs> because it has a nail. You'll have to ask Doctor What's His Face and the Royal it, College of Surgeons in 1911. Good Lord! If you had a if you had a toe that big, it'd take a vice and a grinder to, to trim uh, to get your toenails <laughs> like Dumb and Dumber when he's <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's pretty cool. That's pretty man, cool. I, I'm at, I mean, what would? <laughs> I mean, shoes would still work the same. Yeah. I mean, what, well, would they? Because except for those what, ones that you, have the. 
Would you wouldn't have an arch, would you? You just have a a, a toe. A, I'm assuming your I'm assuming your foot is shaped the same way. It just goes out to to a a toe at the end, around it, a a bulbous uh, <laughs> appendage. Do you know what I would a, do with a yeah? If I had a time machine and I knew this that was going to happen, I happen. I would go in the future and buy tons of stock in Revlon and Clairol because ladies are going to have to buy toenail polish by the gallon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Man, I couldn't imagine my dad growing up. He stubbed his toe every other day. Anyway, he would be stubbing that big. <laughs> Did you stub your foot again, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and why? I, I bet people who are these learned people think about things i mean why would you even come up with that what 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 took your thought process to hey we don't need all these other toes we're just going to have this one big well, toe it's probably and, and like I the animal kingdom i could also go the other way with it what would make you think that and then i have somebody say well i disagree i think we're going to end up with 10 toes on each foot <laughs> we're not going to we're not going to lose toes we're going to gain toes because well, we need more balance exactly we'd be much yeah. more balanced that way yeah, like a toe, like a tripod, like a pigeon. So uh, Adam makes it makes a rhyme here, which is true. You know, you buy stock in Crocs. You know, no more flip flops. <laughs> no more of those toe. What you call them? Adidas slides would be the rule. There, there you go. And uh, Kyle says, like an old school golf putter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Whatever works. And again, I don't know why someone's thought process, they don't have enough to think about if they're thinking about we're going well, to turn into one big toe. I mean, I've seen it. Uh, you know, these futurist articles come out every year, but I saw it just like last year where they think humans will, their um, all their fingers are going to get smaller and will have super large thumbs. Because, and, again, and, again, and again, why? But Have but you, you seen texting in video games? That, that that's that's not a bad point. I, I've been I've been working on a dad joke here. I don't have it perfected yet, but for time's sake, <laughs> I would invest. I, if if I were the van people, you know the shoe company the vans, I would come out with a line called the trucks, and it would be the tow trucks. <laughs> yes. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yes. A little uh, little dad humor and some uh you know some entrepreneurship ideas for for us in the future when we are one toed. Toed. If and, and this would toed, <laughs> this would still be true to this day. It wouldn't just be when you were a unito, but if you were mowing barefoot, it would become a toe away zone. <laughs> uh, I, feel, I feel like Lurch and the Adams family. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, I, I, I don't even know what to think about most of those things. And, and the, the whole ape thing, I, I don't even know. I have no words. I, I think the thing I would be most excited about would be the pneumatic tubes. That would be fun. So so then all the grandpas out there could be saying, you want to fight or run a toe race? <laughs> uh, so, okay. So that why would you turn into a one-toed being if... Why would you still have fingers? You'll have to ask Doctor. What's his name? For would they just would they just evolve into a thumb or well, a wing or a, a flipper? Well, we would have to have at least one finger because opposable thumbs allow us to control the world. Um, so, to say we'd have to have one finger because we drive. 
And how should we how should we pick our nose? <laughs> That's a fact. These are these are. Well, you could use your toe. No, the apes will pick our nose for us. I, I, if my toe were that big, it wouldn't fit up my nostril, would it? <laughs> That's true. You definitely have to work it from a a, a difficult angle. Be, be easy. A podiatrist would be out of business when they bad. Or would they? Ooh, that's true. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I wanted the it dramatic. <laughs> All right, so uh, that that is topic number one, and I don't know what Todd's topic is yet. We we kind of touched upon the the general gist of it, but I know my topic has to do with the future. So Brady's had to do with the past, so we're, it's kind of a New Year's sort of theme here. So that's kind of what we're yeah. working on, but. Well, I was going to say, I, I, didn't, I didn't stick to the theme at all, but it's interesting because while we've said many times we don't rehearse and we don't, you know, we don't tell each other what we're going to say, often we will throw out our idea for a topic or whatever just to make yeah. sure that everybody's okay with it. And, uh, but I think this is the first episode maybe that I haven't known anybody's topic whatsoever until we got on here. I, I had no idea what Brady was going to say, and I, I, don't, I don't know what yours is either. But, so um, this is grassroots, play it by ear. You're watching it as we speak. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, well, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. I, I got to do, right. do, do, do my little spiel here. That's right. Uh, moving into topic number two, before we do that, I want to let you know that you can go to our website, playitbyearpodcast.com backslash support. Uh, if you'd like to support what we do financially, uh, again, as I say every week here, there are some a few expenses involved here. Uh, so if you like what we do and you join us every week and, I mean, we're not asking to break the bank, but, you know, if you have a dollar or a five or a whatever to pass along, we would certainly appreciate that and helps us to keep on doing what we're doing. And, uh, again, you can go to playitbyearpodcast.com backslash support. We want to thank our supporters, Joe Rocky, Christina Rocky, Chuck Griffin, and Jessica Longacre. All of them are monthly supporters of ours, so thanks to all. And, uh... Again, if you'd like to join them, that is our uh, website, playbyyourpodcast.com backslash support. Thank you, guys. All right. So, uh, Mr. Griffin, hold on before, before I get Griffin! Uh, I do want to... Thank you. Lonnie doesn't know what he's watching, but he's entertained so far. That's what we're, <laughs> that's what we're after. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> somebody yeah. asked me the other day uh and go ahead howard says the merch is great by the way so yeah i was talking to someone the other day that didn't know we had a podcast and asked me what it was about have you had a hard time answering that when people ask you what our podcast is about i it, i just i give the seinfeld answer it's i was going to say it's exactly what i gave i said it's about nothing and i said that's you know that's the way we intend to keep it and uh you know we hope people laugh and Okay, Lonnie, I'm not I'm not going to read this, but I'm just going to leave it right there. I, you know, I kind of goes along with the the uh, discussion of uh, how the body may morph into different things in the future because of vestigial organs or whatever. But that 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 is a true line of thinking right there. And I don't know where Brady went off to, but he's off to the great beyond. He'll I guess he'll be back. Yes. <laughs> he got his uh, uh, he got his. Uh topic out of the way and he's done <laughs> i guess he, he's yeah he's had enough i look like he tried to come back in and says he's going to go check and see if his uh toes are morphing into <laughs> one giant 
Oh man, we don't want to get into Brady's toes. That's for <laughs> that, that, that's a whole twenty minute topic in and of itself. And if you know Brady, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyway, Todd, I guess so. I'll go ahead and start. Um, uh, we can fill Brady in when he gets back. On, he gets back on and joins us. But uh, I am going back to the food topic tonight. Uh, you know, we often is this him? That's him. There he is. It's me. Sorry about that. I think all those Eastern District students were uh, sucking out the internet in the area. It just kind of went out on me. Well, now we got gotcha. to shift around again because we're out of order. Gotta put there ourselves we under are. our own names. Now, go. before before you go, Todd, I, I do want to bring some uh, attention to this here. The Square Table Degenerates podcast. Uh, I was kind of talking back and forth on uh, one of the podcast groups on Facebook that I'm on, and um. He's, he says he loses many nights over the question, what is your show about? So uh, <laughs> hey, he, they're, they're kind of like us, and I listened. I, I was very entertained by it. And it's just got, he, he described his show as guys just sitting around bullcrapping, which I, I said, hey, that's, that's kind of what we are. So. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, yeah. If, 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 if you want to excrement. Yeah, there you go. So if you want to uh, listen to Square Table Degenerates podcast, they're kind of like us. So same, 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 same. Thanks. I like it. I like for the watching name. us tonight. All right, Todd. All right. So I have a list, and my list is a. I've seen this before in the past, but I, I hadn't really thought much about it. Uh, there goes Brady again. Uh, Twenty-five awesome McDonald's dishes that you cannot buy in America. So this is, uh, and maybe some of our listeners uh, in, in other countries can chime in on this. Well, looking at our stats because we can see kind of where people are listening from all over the world through our uh, podcast provider and we've gotten a big bump from india uh i, I put us on a podcast provider in uh india and, and we've gotten a few listeners from there so maybe nice. maybe if someone I'd... is uh is listening from india they can chime in on this yeah i don't know if any of these things you'll be on your list are, are indian but uh, i i don't know either i <laughs> um i didn't go down that far on the list but uh Keeping it uh, organic. Number one on the list from the Netherlands, we have the Stroopwafel McFlurry. <laughs> uh, vanilla Soft Serve, Daleman's Stroopwafel Crispy Caramel Waffle Cone Cookie Pieces, and Caramel Swirl. Now, that doesn't sound like there's any reason at all why we couldn't have that over here. Uh, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why. Yeah. it's. I, I don't want to sound like I'm full of it. I swear I have you've had that you think i don't brady's going real slow yes i, uh, I think right so along. um that that uh, go ahead todd all right number two in italy you can go to mcdonald's and get yourself an order of slice chips which are similarly uh, basically just it says fried spiced here's the thing though scalloped potatoes now, if you were to not, see the not, picture, not au gratin potatoes, or potatoes. nothing. The only thing I can think of is they look. They literally look like chips, like they have the lines in them, the grooves. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if that's why they're calling them scalloped, but otherwise, it's just a. a it, it looks just like the thing the fries come in, but it's it's a it's a chip shape. Um, they look seasoned. They look they look good, but I would not call them scalloped potatoes. You have to eat with. You need a fork if you're eating actual scalloped potatoes. Interesting. And they need cheese on them. It's true. Yes. 
uh, couple things now that the the first thing you said the McStruple Waku of McFlurry whatever you said um, they and I, I don't know which of the hosts it is but uh, they said they had a special offer McFlurry a couple years ago and Brady's shaking his head that must have been what he was referring yeah. to that, makes uh, sense it, it was yeah it, and it it did seem like that one was the most real I mean. No reason why they wouldn't have that at any McDonald's, but the, some of these okay. other ones are definitely not. And, and I'm going to we'll put see. this up on the screen. Never tell him that. Never yes. tell him he's right. <laughs> I will get power mad. Yes. <laughs> Number three in Morocco. Right. Me, uh, cheese croquettes. Melted cheese and bits of pepper, breaded, and deep fried. They're just like cheese balls. with a, It looks like some sort of sauce to dip them in. They look like smooth donut holes. That's the just to give you a visual, like smooth yeah, right. donut holes, uh, but they are filled with melted cheese, bits of pepper, and they are br- uh, breaded and deep fried. That sounds so, pretty good. So, what 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 is the sauce? I can't tell. It doesn't say what the sauce is. There's not enough information, but it looks to be something thick and yellowish. It has some uh, I, I parsley like or something sprinkled on top of it. <laughs> what like I'm saying is, it's not like a ketchup, or it's not like a. It's nothing that. It almost looks more like it looks like a, a, a butter. It looks like just a thing of butter, but I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's, yeah, whatever, whatever would go good with that in Morocco. <laughs> I cannot hide my disgust. Yes, Lonnie Brady, sardine internet really is shining tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, Disa said that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, croc brie. Croc brie? Yes. In Italy, by the way. Is that foot crispy from a croc? It could be. Crispy triangles filled with slightly melted brie cheese. Interesting. It it literally looks like a cheese stick, except it's triangle. It's triangular. Okay, now now I've not heard anything that violates my food rules yet. Now Brady's food rules are much more stringent than mine, and you can tell by the faces he's making in in slow motion. Except for the Moroccan gunk. That's that's okay. for drama purposes. There's been nothing here that would go against Brady. You don't like fried cheese? I think it was just a description that is thick and yellowish. No, that's no, the so it's no, no, the sauce. Here's what Brady does. Brady will get cheese sticks. And he will remove the breading. Who in God's earth no. removes the breading? Yes, I've seen you do it. Uh-uh. It's because it's the handle. It's, not it's, been, it's been soiled. It's been soiled. tampered with. Soiled? <laughs> no, I, I'm here to tell you. No, that's my favorite part. I, I like the breading. That, that would not on. be me. Brady. Not guilty. That's, that's what the cheese croquettes look like. They're just cheese balls. They're just like fried cheese balls. Oh, the, the croquettes, okay. It's that... The, the phlegm sauce that's with it. Yeah, well, you don't have to dip them in that. <laughs> phlegm sauce. I shan't. Ah, <laughs> uh, number five. The Grand Mick Extreme Bacon Burger in Spain. Applewood. Not, not, not a Mac. A Mick? A Grand. Not a Mac. Grand. Well, Mac. It's. I would say Mick, Mick Extreme Bacon Burger. Oh, okay. But how have they had bacon? I mean, it's Applewood smoked bacon, quarter pound beef patty, smoky McBacon sauce, 
two slices of savory real Gouda cheese and a sesame seed Ooh. bun. I, I'm all over that. Yeah, that sounds great. And and yeah. again, I'm I'm with that like the other thing. Why can't we have that here? No There's reason. Nothing special. Right. Is it served like with the side of paella or something? <laughs> it doesn't say that, but yeah, it, that's very odd. It does sound good. Now, Deesa asked, "Do you take the breading off a corn dog?" I, I believe no. Brady. Brady. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I, th- I think I've seen that too. And and corn <laughs> no. dogs actually have like a breading. dedicated handle, so there'd be no. Well, they do. Not, not many corn dogs. Miniature oh, corn. Maze K nine is okay. <laughs> A maze pooch. <laughs> Here's another one for the uh, ism. In Australia, you can go get... Here's another one, Eric. This is the theme of this whole list. Cheesy bacon fries. Well, you can get those anywhere. Yeah, uh, premium potato either. fries, cheddar cheese sauce, and chopped applewood smoked bacon. Again, no reason why we don't have that at our McDonald's. Maybe it's smoked on the bobby. Could be. And, and little, I'll bet every Australian bits of bingo meat. hates it when Americans do that. <laughs> I bet they do, too. That's not Applewood smoked bacon. It's it's dingo meat. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the dingo got your corn dog. Now, Sorry. in Canada, number seven on our list, tomato hey. mozzarella chicken sandwich. Uh, Canadian grain-fed seasoned chicken breasts. Red onions, lettuce, tomato, mozzarella, and a tomato and herb sauce on a brioche-style bun, available available grilled or crispy. Nothing really out of the wow. you know. That's all I keep saying. Interesting. Interesting. It, it's, it seems like a lot of these on the list are featured at other restaurants than McDonald's. You know, lots of places right. have cheese fries. Uh, number eight. In France, you can go to McDonald's and get... Chocolate mousse. Mousse. Chocolate mousse. Mousse. A chocolate dessert that comes in milk, white, and dark chocolate. Milt? Milt. Did you say milt? I said milt, white, and dark chocolate. Not milt. Milt chocolate, right? Milk. Milt. Not milt chocolate. Milt. Yeah, I guess it would be milt. Yeah, milt, white, and dark chocolate. Okay. Yeah. So all, three, all three variations of chocolate. I was of chocolate, yes. A yeah. milk, a milk mousse. <laughs> I don't know what I think of that. Milk mousse. Milk mousse. I love saying it. Number nine. This is the first one that I'm. I, I, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing. Um, it's in Spain. Uh, Culant uh, noquila. C-O-U-L-A-N-T-N-O-C-I-L-L-A. Coulant Nokia. 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 The L's will be, yeah. Uh, even, it, even the dessert in Spanish McDonald's looks delicious. Uh, it's a single-serving chocolate cake filled with Nokia, a chocolate hazelnut spread similar to Nutella. Nutella. Not a big hazelnut Nutella. guy. Really? It's okay. I've had it. I've had it overpowering too. I've had like some hazelnut candies that are okay, and some that are just like foul. I I like a waffle with oh, yeah. a thin sheen of Nutella. 
on top, a drop of it on top of it, spread thin, and then another sheen of peanut butter, and then a third sheen of syrup. And a syrup. shingle of chocolate. <laughs> when I eat that, I get three sheens to the wind. Yes. <laughs> All right, we have some comments here. Uh, I know we do. It says, a square table degenerates has been to the... McDonald's in Spain, not that impressive. Was there an 06? Didn't, I don't know. We've been through several McDonald's in Spain things. I I know he was talking about one of the earlier ones, but uh, I don't know if you remembered any of the other ones. Uh, Jim says everything's better with bacon, which for the most part is true. Uh, Howard says Smokey McBacon sounds like a country singer. Yeah. Yes. With Buck Owens. <laughs> uh, Marilyn is all about the Spanish McDonald's. She's in passport ready. <laughs> oh. And Howard, uh, don't want to know nothing about your dingo meat. That would be an Australian <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> it might have eaten the baby. That's the only problem. And uh, STD <laughs> says, you've said Sheen so many times, I'm going to watch Major League. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nicely played. Nicely, Nicely played. played. Which which major league? The first one, the oh, second uh, one? Uh, is that uh, even a question? The second one's good. The second one's good. The second one's not bad. The second one's not near the first one, and don't even talk to me about Back to the Minors. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that has Scott Bakula, a.k.a. the guitar player for REO Speedwagon. Uh, exactly. That's why you're not talking about Back to the Minors. That's poppycock. Are you, that's not Scott Bakula's best work? Horse Happy feathers. Cock. That, that's that's barely Scott Bakula's worst work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. No idea what that means. I, I don't even know what that means either. But it, it's bad. I think you should have said maybe that there, that was Eric. that was barely work is maybe what you what you could have said. That's what there I meant to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know my big complaint about that. I've complained about it before. Maybe even on this episode. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> STD. He's from Cleveland. Part three, sacrilege. Yeah, Enough said. It, it, definitely not good, but I, I like Scott Bakula. So, of course, um, then, then again, it. it was it was not set in Cleveland though. Part three was well, I don't know True. where it was. I can't remember where it was set. It, it wasn't Cleveland. It was a quantum leap away from the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Up your <laughs> butt, Joe Boo. <laughs> the the uh, I, I think my one complaint though I've 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 voiced it to you guys before, but the. The preview, when the first Major League came out, there's a preview, and it said they were talking, and it says something about that that wouldn't that ball wouldn't have made it out of most parks, and one of them says, name one, and he says Yellowstone, and Yellowstone. they laugh about it. It was not in the movie. Not in the movie. But then they put it in the second movie. They were sitting around the table talking about it. That was an odd bit of editing. And STD, also, the Indians never won the World Series in that movie trilogy. Now, we don't, we don't know about the first one. It kind of leaves off in that one-game playoff thing so we don't even get to the full playoffs and they may have won the world series i i kind of like to think they did that in my alternate universe the indians won the world series in major league one now i don't know i can't remember if it kind of insinuates in major league two if they did or didn't or doesn't even mention it but uh they all seem to be much more uh uh i don't know uh stuck on themselves in in part two it makes me think they did fairly well so yeah. Uh, again. Number 10. If you go to Germany, 
you can get a bread basket with Nutella, butter, and jam. Nice. Breakfast patrons can order the classic breakfast and dine on array of Kaiser rolls with Nutella, margarine, butter, honey, cream, cheese, strawberry jam, apricot, raspberry, or sugar-free cherry jam to spread on. Spread on. That seems that seems a bit. How do I say it? That seems a bit above McDonald's. That you would go and get a nice variety of breads in a basket. That seems to be more of a Bob Evans or a, you know. More of a, a sit-down style. Are they, are they sesame seed buns that you get in the Robert basket? Robert Evans. Uh, from the picture, there's no sesame seed, but there is a – it looks like a bun with – well, no, never mind. That's just the natural shape of the bun. I thought I had an M on the on the top of it. That would have been classy. Yeah, that would be. Number 11, also in Germany, in France, in Italy, in Spain, in Austria, in Switzerland – in other select locations, you can get a McBeer. McBeer. A McBeer. I, uh, I'm surprised that they don't do that in the United States. As am I. That, that would be yeah. a great moneymaker. Yeah. You could go with a, Mc, a McBeer McFlurry. Ew. After everybody sat around and had a few rounds, everybody be going, rubble, rubble, rubble. <laughs> <laughs> With a grimace Number 12. on face. <laughs> Number 12, a Nurnberger. A, a Nurnberger? A Nurnberger. A Nuren. Nuren? That must be Germany. A Nier, it, it is German. A Nuren. Nuren. That's hard. That's not even comfortable to Did say. Did you say a Nurnberger? A Nuren. You got to get the in. Nuren. Nuren. Get the in. Put your tongue on the roof of your mouth. Nurnberger. Are you the freaking <laughs> Swedish chef or what? <laughs> How do you order that? I'll take, yeah, I'll take two Nuremburgers. The Nuremburger. Gosh, that is vibrating my upper face, and I don't like saying that word. Nuremburger. Not comfortable. I'm glad I'm not German. Three Germans are glad you're not German either. Three German bratwurst inside a large, soft roll. With mustard. <laughs> <Well>. You guys, <laughs> don't be knocking. Don't be knocking the Nuremberger. And 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 once again, your your first reminder of our weekly reminder. Yes, we are twelve years old. Yes. <laughs> you, you guys are Nuremberg knockers. <laughs> <laughs> so, it looks good, but I'm going to tell you what it looks like from the picture. I don't know if I'm gonna, I can't it. It looks like you went to the Frisch's breakfast bar and you pocketed three sausage links. Is that a sausage link in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> Is that three sausage links in your pocket or are you happy to see me? And then you just take it and you stick it in a soft roll. As, as you would. Yes. So anyway, Joe says that sounds derogatory. Eric, you're such a Nuremberger. <laughs> you're a you're a Nuremberger handle. Nuremberger handle. We'd have to try it. Would it be the Nuremberger trials? <laughs> <laughs> All right, number thirteen. Oh, sorry, we got more. Yeah, the Cracker Barrel now nice. sells beer and wine. I didn't know that. I no. I was just at Cracker Barrel a couple weeks ago. I bet I they don't sell urine. I'm an ignoramus. <laughs> <laughs> now, Derek, I believe, has lived in Germany, and 
Is, I guess he's had the Nirenberger. Am I saying that right at all, Derek? I'm sure I'm not. Nirenberger? Nirn? I, I don't know how he would. Uh, now, Derek, I could give you the link and you could come on and tell us how to say Nirenberger. <laughs> well, you could just say yes or no. If he says no, nine. how would you? Nine. That's all I need to know. <laughs> yes, he would say nine. That's why he would say nine. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. It looks very good, but it, it it does it looks more like a breakfast sandwich. Is that when you get get it? Or I'm, I'm I mean I'm sure that nyerns is it. So what is a nyern? I would say wieners could be eaten for any meal in Germany. <laughs> and schnitzels. Nyern. Uh, Derek says nine. Negative. Okay. Negative. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look it up later and see how to say it because it's it's literally n u r n. So I don't know how you would. I, I don't know. I don't know what a nyern is, but either way, nyern. it's a tasty looking sandwich. Thirteen spicy paneer wrap. India. India. Eric. Oh, there we go. Yeah. A sandwich made of veggies and deep fried paneer cheese. I don't know what paneer cheese. I don't know what paneer is. I've 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 never had that one. I've sampled a lot of chi in my life, but I've never uh I've never maybe, eaten paneer cheese. Maybe it comes from the milk of a paneer. What is a paneer? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Brady, you I, I figured it was I figured you're you're the marmoset master. I figured it was a. It's like saying yearn with an n in front of it. Not it yearn. Like urn. 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 Yeah. Urn. Urn. Nernberger. Nernberger. Interesting. Nernberger. Well, well done, Derek. Thank you, Derek. Good, good explanation. Uh, Fourteen. Spicy habanero McChicken in Canada. Breaded seasoned chicken, shredded lettuce, spicy habanero sauce, made with chili pepper, sourced from the northern part of South America. God, I was going to say, because nothing says, oh, Canada, like habanero. Habanero. <laughs> yeah. uh, moving right along. Uh, 15, a McFalafel. That has way too many syllables in it. it? Mc, a McFalafel. McFalafel. Uh, Israel, obviously. Uh, falafel, which is a chickpea fritters. Chickpea fritters. Sa- you got those chickpea fritters. <laughs> 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 that good <laughs> Israeli delicacy with lots of crunch. <laughs> you said like an Norwegian death metal band when you watch. Oh, harkens back. It harkens back to the cereal episode where you guys had never heard of the crispy critters uh, theme song. I thought you were having a grand mall or something. No, like, I, I, oh, I, I was, I was reading chickpea fritters. I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? Oh, crispy critters. It's, yeah, it's a perfect rhyme. Anyway, this falafel has tomatoes, cucumber, and cheese topped with tahini and wrapped in laffa bread. Laffa, laffa. It looks like a paper towel. Oh, that's the that's the outer layer. Okay, I see the I see the laffa bread now. It Brady, you would not be happy. You would not be happy. It has a sauce on it. Oh. It has a a cream sauce on it. Number sixteen in the UK, bacon roll. A simple sandwich of bacon on a crispy roll, topped with Heinz tomato ketchup. Good thing it wasn't Hunts or Red Gold. <laughs> yeah, we can't have that. Yes, uh, or brown sauce. Who's gonna Who's gonna say? Could you? <laughs> Hold the ketchup, put extra brown sauce on that bacon roll, please. 
I thought, I thought brown sauce came after the consumption of sandwich. <laughs> oh, no. That's the, uh, that's that's the crispy crashed. falafel. <laughs> you know, though, uh, when, when they start, first started making ketchup, they made ketchup out of like uh, uh, fish sauce and stuff like that. They, yeah, didn't we, was all didn't we talk of, about that in one episode? We might have. Uh, oh, 17. Italy, spinach and Parmesan nuggets, and they look absolutely terrible. Soft nuggets of spinach and melted Parmesan cheese covered in a crispy breading. Uh, I'll go a little quicker here. 18. Um, ke- you would think it would be a mick kebab, but it's ke- ke- kebab. Uh, in Israel, lamb kebab on flatbread. Uh, 19. McDonald's Hawaiian Deluxe Breakfast. Ah, now we're talking. Hawaii doesn't count quite as international in relation to the U.S., but they do have some menu items that the mainland does not. The Hawaiian Deluxe Breakfast consists of Spam. Yes. Eggs. Spam? Rice. Hash browns. Says Spam again, so maybe you get two two helpings of Spam. (laughs) Spam, (laughs) If they're out of Spam, they could always substitute treat. Uh, And toast. Toast. That sounds good except for the rice. Where's the poi? That sounds good except for the rice. Like I said, I, I, You're not I, a rice I don't mind guy. some eggs and spam. Spam? Uh, and spam. Spam, eggs, and spam. spam? Uh, 20, in Morocco, the McArabia. Two grilled kof- kofta or patties, tahini sauce, lettuce, and tomatoes, and flatbread. Hmm. Number 21, Thailand. Hey, can I insert something? That's the second one we've had from Morocco. I had no idea that McDonald's was a big deal in Morocco. Oh, McDonald's is a big that deal. That just sounds odd to me. The Samurai Pork Burger. A pork patty. A pork patty. That's just that fun just, to say. Better like to spit off your microphone on that one. That's a good way to check your microphones. P- pork patty. Am I popping? <laughs> Marinated in teriyaki sauce and topped with peppers and mayo and lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> about a nice juicy piece of pork. pork a pork patty pepper pork and turkey the turkish breakfast plate this uncharacteristically wholesome breakfast plate is comprised of english muffins eggs feta cucumbers and olives this literally just looks like something that you would just throw on a plate out of your refrigerator like just nothing mcdonald's about that I was gonna say it's it's not uh, in a twenty three. It's not in a cardboard box. How can that be McDonald's? <laughs> Another German one here. McCurry worst. <laughs> a pork, a pork sausage, topped with spicy tomato sauce and served with curry seasoning packets, mild or hot. Fancy. They give you packets of the curry seasoning. Yeah. Only one more here. Two more. Twenty four uh, in Canada and select markets in the U.S. It's now discontinued, it says, the McLobster roll. Uh, the McLobster uh, is the lobster meat, mayo, and lettuce stuffed inside a hot dog bun. Also yeah. served in Maine, according to Stephanie. Yes. Do they still do that? I don't know when this was written, so maybe. It, it, isn't it, like, not really real lobster? There, There's, like, there's like this generic lobster called, like, a... D'Agostino lobster, which is we're not going to have that conversation again already. Eric's going to it says it has a what do you say was in fake crab, Eric? 
or a crab rangoon or something. I forget what it was. We need to go back to an older imitation episode. Crab. Yeah, imitation some crab. Imitation crab. Some sort well, of fish. Fish. Well, yeah. the, fish. The critter, it's a crustacean, but it's not, but it's like, it, it, it's, this kind of lobster is to real lobster as Raymond noodles is to proper noodles. It's like the bottom shelf lobster. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I've seen where they like they sell like lobster sticks and things like that in gas stations. I'm not sure that's where I want to be buying my lobster <laughs> crab sticks. Right, in gas station sandwiches in general or a dare. You know. I, I, there is nothing based on a dare more than any kind of lobster or crustacean that comes from a gas station. <laughs> or, or sushi. Oh, gas station sushi. That, oh, God. <laughs> the, the last one. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure my timer went off a while ago, but number 25, Kiwi Burger in New Zealand. Beef, tomato, fried egg, lettuce, which it sounded really good up until this last point. Beetroot. Ew. I don't want no beets on my burger. <laughs> I don't want no beetroot. I want no be- beets anywhere. No. Except on my ears. <laughs> anyway, that's like the... the uh, that is the 25 awesome McDonald's dishes that you can't buy in America, although you can apparently buy some of them in America in certain locations. Nice. Well, we have several <laughs> comments on your food list here. Okay. Uh, Joe says, would you like Indian cheese just in general? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. I'd, I'd. Now, Marilyn says uh, paneer is a yogurt-based cheese. That's, yeah, I would eat. That sounds uh, good. Comes from... Uh, Howard says chickpea fritters is a blues singer. <laughs> so, so. I know. He says, you got those chickpea fritters. Uh, Becky says ketchup was used as medicine back in the day. Medicine. Medicine. Uh, Jim, spam, 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 and spam. And, spam and, eggs. And, Another and, Monty and, Python and, fan out there. And the rich eggs. man's treat. <laughs> Derek, the old roller grill of death from the gas station. <laughs> it, it, it is based on on a dinner. Not, they're they're only good when you put that seven day old relish and the uh, the cheese that's only soft in the middle of each strand. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's it's shredded cheese, but it's soft in the middle, and then the edges are crispy, or the ends, <laughs> yeah. the, the handles, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And Howard, staying from any staying away from any gas station where you can get crabs. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with you there. <laughs> Totally oh, with you. I'm assuming that the same gas stations you can buy uh, 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 knockoff colognes and, uh, uh, you know, French ticklers. I'm sure that those are the same ones. <laughs> <laughs> French ticklers. Where'd that come from? 1982. Have you never studied the wall of certain bathrooms? Back in the, I went into the 90s too. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there are probably some of those still yet gets out you, there. Get you a, 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 <laughs> probably still a vial of, of Sikkim <laughs> and a trustworthy French tickler. <laughs> Why are we wanting the, mm. the French to laugh so much? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that, that tickles. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I want to remind you to visit our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com, where you can find our isms that are up. If you want a glossary of 
uh, some of these odd things we may say, you can find our glossary of our show on our website, and you can, uh, every time you ask what what in the crap are they talking about, you can probably find it there. Actually, I think we added a couple entries this past week, did we, we not? We did. Yes, we did. And I forget which one it was, but I remember adding it. I believe it was Guntry. If ah, was it was Guntry. Our mispronunciation uh, for country music, they lack yeah. the Guntry. All right, gentlemen, we're now to topic number three. Gentlemen, schmittlemen. Gentlemen, schmittlemen. <laughs> All right, so in the... Uh, And the whole New Year's uh, topic thing that Brady did, I'm also going to jump on that little topic bandwagon. And uh, let me get our, our brand name back up there. There it is. All right. So I will uh, take a topic from what are called pod decks. And uh, Travis Brown, again, another uh, podcasting group I am in on Facebook, sold these things called pod decks which were originally actually cards, but now they've gone digital and you can have many of these pod decks on your phone. So what we're going to look at tonight in the honor of New Year's is a series of questions, or uh, I, I guess they are questions, called The Future Freaks Me Out. So we have looked at the past and what the past had to say about our current present which and obviously when they said it, it was a, the, their future. But now we are going to look at the future. And I'm going to ask you several questions. Uh, they may be funny. They may not necessarily be funny. But, uh, you know, I guess you can answer at, as you will. If All right. Will. Okay, so question number one, gentlemen. Will virtual reality movies become a thing in the future? And if so... How will you feel about them compared to traditional movies? If I may opine, um, when I bought my phone, it was my new phone about four years ago, um, I happened to get a free Oculus VR. And it was the Cadillac of the VR sets at that time where you had to put your phone in and everything. And there was some small movies, and, and they offered some movies, where you could watch it in the format, but it wasn't true VR. There was a couple concerts, and it had some promise, but it just didn't quite. It it, it just wasn't quite practical enough. Now, right. um, there are some formats that I've heard VR is good, which we will not get into. But you know, <laughs> when, when talking, when Facebook bought <laughs> Oculus and the whole VR thing, I really thought it right. would be like. You know, but but it just never quite took off. And I don't know if it was the technology didn't match up or was too, whatever it was, it just didn't take off like I expected it to. Because, I mean, think about it. I was in that Shark Tank thing where you put the VR thing and it looks like you're in a Shark Tank and it makes you feel like you're in a Shark Tank. It's like, oh, this would be great. It just never flew. Yeah, it seems like it seems like um, we've been hearing about VR for a long, long time now, and it hasn't really broken through, or hasn't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not completely, I'm not the most tech savvy person, or the most, I'm not on top of cutting edge technology. But I know that's a term we've been hearing since, you know, for 25 years, 20 years, yeah. and uh, doesn't seem like it's 
going anywhere, at least, you know, to me it doesn't. My, my thought on so a, a true virtual reality movie, you might miss something. So if it's filmed in true virtual reality, like a horror movie, if you don't look behind you, you don't know it's scaring you. That, that's correct. So, so are you yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. It's a very good point. So that's true. Yeah. if you miss half the movie because you weren't looking over your shoulder because you were comfortable. <laughs> well, and uh, Josh brings up a good point here. I think it will in some way since the movie theater industry has crashed. Good True. Point. It, uh, and it's possible. <laughs> I mean, we, had, we watched uh, Wonder Woman 84 on HBO uh-huh. Max. So, I mean, could could be some delivery of virtual reality features through a, a streaming service or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So, next question, if we've exhausted that one. And we talked about uh, what my watch can do here and we talked about having an EKG and all that but uh, what technology will watches have 20 years from now what can't they do that we want them to do within reason um, maybe holograms like you can hit your watch and your person you're talking to can like you know it's in 3D and they're you know in that, 3D Back to the Future 3-ish. Yeah, yeah. Two, I guess that was 2-ish. Two, of course, the, the the holograms would have to, I mean, first holograms would have to catch on and be a little more. Because it seems yeah. like every uh, every deceased uh, singer or performer that they've tried to do the hologram thing, it just comes off as creepy. If you've uh, ever watched the DO the, one. The hol- Huh? The Dio and the, yeah, I mean yeah. Uh, I didn't see the. I was going to go see the Buddy Holly one. I don't. I don't know if it ended up getting canceled because of COVID. But I, it seems like last year there was going to be a Buddy Holly one, uh, which I did. I, I, again, any videos I've seen, they've been they've been rather creepy. What makes them creepy? I mean, I know what you mean, but like, I that's a good question. I I don't know. I mean, and, and again, I don't know. I don't know if it's because you know they're dead. You know what I mean? So they somehow look like that they are still dead up there. Perform- and there's something weird about it. I don't know. Like It's like it, a haunting? It's like a haunting. It's it's a, it's a ghost. Yeah. Well, so so I think it? I would be much more freaked out by that if it were not not singing a song that were sung by the the guy when he was alive, but if he were like interacting with me and having an actual conversation like i was talking so, to someone so if, like dead. ai so if, so if dio comes out and he's like we're going to throw you a curveball tonight guys we're going to do a beach boys tune and then started singing a song he had never sung yeah. before that would right. yeah right. that would be or, i would like to welcome Aaron fiscus in the house yeah like, exactly <laughs> exactly yeah although i think some people would probably be intrigued by that and maybe pay a lot of money to be a part of that or if he forgot like his state his his go to move he's like <laughs> yeah right yeah by the so, way uh, for those of you who don't know Dio Dio is the one who yeah yeah so uh, Derek says beam me up Scott he said Derek are you saying that the watch will be able to teleport you somewhere is that what you're or is that just a general comment because teleportation I mean that's I mean 20 years in the future I think it's a little soon for that but maybe they work toward that mm-hmm. maybe instead of uh, pneumatic tubes Maybe we have teleportation. 
Who would know? Why do I have the tubes in my head? What was the tubes' big song? She danced. She's a beauty. She's a beauty. Who did? Who did? Uh, who did? And she danced. That's the Hooters. The Hooters. Yeah. All right. So next question, if we've exhausted that one. <coughs> what year will fully interactive robots be for sale to people? Sooner than later. Sooner. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Apollo Creed had one in Rocky Three, I believe it was. Didn't he have the robot, the, yeah, the maid? He did. Yeah, yep, he did. Um, yeah. So I'm assuming that we will all be like Apollo Creed within the next, I say the next 30 years. Well, I know that in in Asia, companionship robots are getting to be a thing. And um, yeah, in with the advances in AI and smart technology, this is pretty unsettling and creepy and and josh very good question explain fully as in fully interactive like yeah like <laughs> totally know, right? human in action having free will is that what we're getting at i mean or respond to non-programmed you know like if you throw a tennis ball at it it can raise its hand and catch it kind of deal uh, who, oh, that's who right. Who's, who's stand corrected there. Yeah, Howard. As soon as I said that, I was I couldn't remember if I was right or wrong. I I stand corrected. Thank you, Howard. He yes, did give uh, it to Polly. I forgot because yeah, it was like Rocky a had the uh, robot and gave it to Polly for our give, audio listeners there. Yeah, I gave it to Polly because uh, yeah, and Polly 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 was in love with it. You know, it was I, a I companionship believe, robot for Polly. Right. Yeah. I, I believe all three of us pride ourselves on having useless knowledge, but I think Howard has us all beat in the useless knowledge category <laughs> the uh yeah so i don't know as far as the the robots that's a you know um your boy uh your boy dennis DeYoung probably would have something to say about this oh i'm i'm sure he would secret secret he's got a secret he, he does have a secret mr Roboto. it won't right. be in his lifetime i i don't think that i think 30 to 35 years yes. that's yeah, what I'm, saying. I'm not sure to be that long to be honest so thirty years from now, when we're still doing this podcast, we can, we can come, we can check, we can see yes, if we were right. We'll, we'll check that out. Hey, Roboto, get me a water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Which will become more popular, iTunes or Spotify? Twenty years from now. I'm going to go with an extreme answer. Neither one of them will exist. Okay. Expand it, upon technology that. always technology always morphs. I mean, like MySpace. If, if somebody asked you twenty years ago, like which is going to be bigger, MySpace or uh, oh, what was that stuff? Uh, Pro, um, Prodigy. Prodigy. Well, what was the one? Oh gosh, what was the first search engine that? Um, uh, well, uh, Net Netscape was the first web browser, right? Well, th there was something. Ne Nexus, Nexus, Lexus, Nexus search. Yeah. Wait, which so, that still exists. Like for legal searches for lawyers use Lexus. Nexus. Yeah. Uh, if I were going to put money on one of them, I would say iTunes. If I, yeah. And what I mean is one of them still existing. I don't necessarily that mean, knows, know that that means it'll be the most popular, but 
I would put my money on iTunes still being around because they'll keep the um, name recognition. Right. Yeah. It'll As a matter of fact, I mean, how long? How long something. is it? How long has it been here already? I mean, iTunes has been been here for a it's long, long time. Been fifteen years. Hasn't fifteen it, years at least. Yeah. Since Napster. Oh yeah. Right. Okay, here's an interesting question. You say Napster, and you look out your window. Metallica is looking out your window, giving you the stink eye. Yeah, really. Lars. Lars, yeah, Lars is going to break into your house. Okay, how will the job application process change 20 years from now? It, Ooh, that's there won't a- be there won't be an application. There won't I mean, be an application. It'll, it'll be. It'll just be. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it not not the traditional application. It'll just be like it'll all be done via. By then, they'll be doing interviews via text message, and I mean, you know, it'll it'll all it'll all just get more uh, streamlined and not as personal, not as you personal, will, uh, you know, not as up close. You will download your knowledge onto a thumb drive, and a computer will analyze it and they will analyze whose downloaded brain best suits the job so you would just put your thumb drive of information into a big database and someone would just call you and say you've been chosen for this job come on in and go to work yeah yeah we like the way your brain i works. would say, and it'll be stored in your thumb, i would so say really be a thumb drive or your foot toe <laughs> your giant oh, toe, foot. <laughs> toe foot toe foot not tofu, tofu, <laughs> tofu. Uh, I, I could see something like that. I mean, I think that I think there's going to be a deal where you, when you want a job somewhere, it's going to be you put your name in for it, and before you ever even see them, they're going to know everything they need to know, need to know about you. I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to, like, in some way or another, they're going to, they're going to, if they, you know, they already, you'll have a footprint out there. Yeah, some kind one of giant toe-shaped footprint. Yes. I'm running with that joke the rest of the night. It's, it's, <laughs> Did you mean to do that? Run with it? No. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, Howard and Adam both so uh, give 19, us the iTunes years. release. Yeah, January 9th, 2001. So 20 years ago tomorrow. 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 Wow. How timely is that? Saturday, right? Oh, yeah, Saturday. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow's the 8th. Okay, uh, Josh says your new watch will transfer the information. So there's, there's a connection from our previous question. Yeah. All right, uh, Tanya, I fill out quite a few applications lately. It's really simplified. It just upload the resume and answer a few questions. That's true. That's true. Uh, Derek says that database exists already. It's kind of like LinkedIn or Indeed. And that that's true, too. I mean, a lot of times you just put your information in one of those two things. And I, I think, matter of fact, a, a commercial for Indeed, I think people will call you if you put your information into Indeed. So Indeed. Yeah, Indeed. <laughs> indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe says, no thumb drive. Experience and preferences go to the cloud. You're contacted when there's a match. Yeah, yeah it'll sure. be a toe drive. <laughs> <laughs> not, not toe jam and Earl, right? <laughs> now, there is, a, there is an old reference. Yeah, no kidding. That, that, that's that's prior to iTunes, right there. Don't forget Squeaky and Toe Jam, a feline fame. <laughs> Correct. All right. Next question. 
what unsolved mystery will be solved 20 years from now? I don't know, but I want Robert Stack to announce it. <laughs> hey, the hologram Robert Stack since he's Yes, here you go. <laughs> Coming out of our watches. <laughs> there you go. Um, um, I, go ahead, Todd. I, I've got two ideas. What unsolved mystery will be... Um, hmm. Go ahead, Brady. I'll pass it back to you. <sighs> D.B. Cooper... I think that will be solved. And I think Jimmy Hoffa. I mean, Jimmy Hoffa's been 20 years ago already. Or not 20, shoot, 40, 40 just, 45 oh, years I, ago. Yeah. Man, I can't I, think. Um, I figured ahead. they'd find him when they tore down Giant Stadium because he was supposedly buried under there. Yeah, and I really thought he was there, too. I, I kind of believed that. Well, maybe he's, now he's under a parking lot. But yeah. Who would know? Did they uh, look for him? Well, I mean, when, I mean, oh, I, yeah. Well, I mean, did when they, they really tore look down, for him when they tore down the stadium? I mean, I can't I, imagine I they, they, they delayed the job long enough to, to look for I him. I might be wrong. Didn't they do, like, sonar? Like, they used some kind of, like, echo tech before they tore it down just to make sure there wasn't any skeletons in there. Well, I think they have to do that sort of thing anyway, don't they? I think so. Hmm. All right. Uh, How- Howard's mystery is where do socks go when they disappear in the dryer? <laughs> that, that, that would I be a, a mystery that everyone would like to solve. Yeah, we will never know that. Yeah. Uh, and I, he also said, if we go to one digit on the lower leg, will people be searching for big toe and not big <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Josh has uh, COVID nineteen release. Could be. I, yeah. I, you know me. I'm. I, I don't mean to open up a can of worms here, but I. I it's going to be something. It's going to be something JFK related. Well, so uh, some of those things are getting ready to be declassified. I think. Well, and they were. If you remember right, they had a. a I believe they had a declassification at some point in the last. 10 or 20 years and it was a big supposed to be a big to do and they everything was still like blackened out on the on everything that was you know they still didn't completely declassify things so yeah uh, you know some at some point of course the longer we go the less likely it's going to happen because there's going to be no one left that there's going to be no one left that had any, that was around or that has relatives that were around or that even cares i guess at some point someday so Adam says they looked at a horse farm in Michigan for Hoffa in 2006. Is that like right across the street from the Burger King that Elvis worked at in Kalamazoo? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I don't know if Mrs. Wilson's in the room tonight, but I'm. I, I feel like I, you guys may be pressured into an answer here. But uh, what what teacher in your past do you think will have made the biggest impact on your future? <sighs> I've got some pretty good. I mean, I could. I think we were pretty that. fortunate. We were pretty fortunate. Had a lot of good. Yeah, teams. a lot of them. I mean, Mr. Gardner, Lynn Gardner. He's one of the reasons I was a social studies teacher, and Wanda German, and then Miss Wilson. You know, fostered my say it's okay to be quirky, and encouraged <laughs> our quirky sense of humor. Um, I still 
drop French phrases to this day that I didn't even know existed in my head because Madame Granter, like I, it's still there and I didn't even realize it. Uh, I'm going to take the very sappy, uh, buttkiss, uh, answer that, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm going to say my mom and dad. Ah. I mean, uh, different kind of teacher there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, if I had, I, I didn't, I never not liked a teacher. I, I, I loved all my teachers and I have fond memories of most of them, probably much fonder memories of them than they do of me. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my mom and dad, yeah. I mean, my first teacher and my most consistent and constant teacher and my current teachers. And, uh, you know, so I can't help. Think, yeah. There you go, Adam. Good answer. Eric Fiscus, uh, he was my uh, he was my sub a couple times. I remember that. I think I was your sub a couple times. I think you were, which was odd because we would be like you know hanging out on the weekend and you know going to see movies and things like that, and then you guys would be my sub, and I had to pretend like you were authoritarians Author- over me. Authority, yeah, and just uh, make my yeah. authority. <laughs> Other than that sub that called me a wet noodle when I was a Ute, uh, you guys are my favorite subs. <laughs> <laughs> you wet noodle yeah wet noodle alright so uh, here's the final question and this ties into uh, I'm going to give Todd another opportunity to make a, a toe joke will people still be wearing flip flops 20 years from now why or why not <laughs> won't do them a damn bit of good <laughs> nowhere, to, nowhere to tuck the the tuck the piece of uh, the leather there that you're the the, the toe thong. <laughs> Nowhere to tuck the toe thong. <laughs> Not if you have thong. one big toe. Yeah, the yeah the part that keeps your toes up against it, but not but not in it. Um, I, Unless you're me. I okay. Well, that's a fact. Uh, Eric, I think sometimes you like setting me up to where I'm going to go off on these tangents and uh, run the risk of angering everybody who listens to us. But I hope that God flip flops are not around. I hope they're not around next week. <laughs> you know my theory that a grown man should never wear flip flops or sandals or have his bare feet exposed unless he's at the beach or the swimming pool. Why, now, why, why did you? Why did you think I chose this question? Because I know you couldn't help yourself. Oh, I, I knew gosh. you would. Yeah. But I'm going to say it. I doubt it. There's been, you know, I mean, sandals have been around since you know mankind. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's, it's so they will be around and they will be annoying and that and they will still be unnecessary. I mean, there could be some practicalities for sandals, like a good hiking sandal, because like if you're hiking through water, your feet will dry out faster. Stop! Stop! <laughs> oh my gosh! He's removed his I'm, headphones, folks. <laughs> oh, it's He's on. Leaving this no. podcast, a hiking sandal? Are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> now now you've thrown down the gauntlet oh my gosh well no 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 i it, i wouldn't do it but i'm saying for the practicality because like there's sometimes like when like if you're kayaking or canoeing and you have to forward over some you know nobody wants a wet shoe in a sack so I, I say hiking but it has to have some tread where you could get over some rocks but you want I the foot drying that. capability. I can, yeah. So like the, uh, so I'm thinking aquatics here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, that's much better, but a hiking, hiking and sandals should never be, those two words should never be used together. Yeah. 
It's like saying you I have my ass kicking to. sandals on. <laughs> well, if you just have one big toe, you know. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, a couple comments here. Uh, teachers, uh, Jim's teacher was.